So I've got some T-logs. What I want to do is show you how I take John's T-logs from the pro session specifically. It could be from options trading for income, but the pro session specifically for obvious reasons to basically learn what are some of the subjective decisions that he's making and why and really see what's happening. So let me step you through the process that I follow. By the way, by no means is this comprehensive, catching every single thing you can think of. It's a process, it's a framework. Hopefully you could take this and make it your own. So what I like to do is after number one, you know, we import and load the T logs into ONE. What I'll do is I'll go to the beginning of the trade and just walk through the trade, meaning click one day at a time. Get get a feel for context in the market. You know, I'll look at the the, the charts in ONE kind of get a sense of what's happening. I don't want to just blindly start clicking through what the trade is. Is it M3-4U or if it's a Super Bowl, if you've been paying attention to what he's been doing in the pros, you should have a, an idea of the intent of that particular trade. You know, if he puts a butterfly on sort of at the money, then John's either, you know, neutral or leaning a bit to the downside because it has more room. Those kinds of things, you want to develop that context before you get into the trade. But at that point, then I just start clicking through day by day of the trade in ONE and watch how it's behaving. And then I'm gonna observe when an adjustment happens, I wanna evaluate that, okay? And it's more than just, oh, he rolled back. Okay, cool. Was that a winning move? You know, that's so, and I'm not saying that any of us still do that, but that's completely amateur. You know, you wanna break this down and say, what was the adjustment tactic? Why or what was the trigger of that adjustment? Was any other adjustment reasonable that could achieve the objective he's trying to achieve? And it's, as we all know, it's not always trying to get Delta back in line. What is the trade-off associated with that adjustment? And then I want to screenshot the before the adjustment and screenshot the after and post that in my note-taking software. I used OneNote. A lot of people use Evernote, some people use Notion, some people use Word. Whatever it is, you want to capture that. After you've done that, keep in mind, I'm doing this without looking at the video up to this point in the process. I've evaluated the trade. I've clicked through day by day from beginning to end, looking at all the adjustments. Now, some of the adjustments, if let's say he's an M34U and he's rolling down the upper longs to take care of a delta adjustment, I'm not capturing that. Again, what I'm looking for are what I would kind of characterize as out of the box or clever adjustments, certainly adjustments that are outside the rule set, something that doesn't just come to my mind immediately when he's making this adjustment. And we'll go through examples. When you see that, like, oh, wow, I would not have thought of that. When those kinds of light bulbs go off in your head, that's when you want to capture and make notes of what's happening. And then when, you, when I've done that, I've made my notes on it. Then I'll go back to the video, the specific video that he's reviewing that adjustment on and listen to his thought process. What was his logic at that point in time? Right. And the other thing, too, is if you have questions on that, you can always ask that specifically about that at that point. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that, that's a good point. This is how you, you get your inventory of questions when we do these sessions. And then... You, when you're watching the video and comparing your notes and the his thought process, can I modify or add to my thinking going forward? In other words, it's not really, was I right or was I wrong with my observation, with my trade-offs and my why he made the adjustment? It's, 
what's his point of view and what was his perspective? Many times, you you, you know, you're both looking at it the right way. It's just that it's going to be additive. So it's not a correctness thing. Like, for right, example, some, some of these adjustments are wrong, right? They turn out to be like the wrong thing to do. And you can see how we manage that also. Yeah, however you define wrong, right? Like the right. You, I know how you're defining it, but but you know it, you adjusted it up in the market because you thought the market was going to go up and it went down. But you know it, it's really it, you know what you want to be able to say is was that a reasonable PRR adjustment, right? Uh, high probability risk reward adjustment. And what was the thought process? And then what I find is a lot of times I'll make a whole set of notes of of what I was going on, and then John will have a completely different explanation but they're additive it's not you know it's like oh wow this is a totally different way to think of it the same way that really helps to drive those lessons into your mind and really ingrain them because i think what a lot of times it's drive-by learning right so we watch the video we kind of see it it makes sense and then it's gone forever and you may or may not remember it when you're doing an adjustment and it might pop in your head and it might not that's not really learning Right. So this is a process of how can we ingrain these learnings each and every time we do these sessions or anytime you're looking at a trade and be able to refer to it. So ultimately, what I'm trying to do is. Is create a catalog. Right. So now I've got all these notes on these trades and I'll walk you through the example of what it looks like. And I have a catalog of these tactics of these adjustments with visual examples that I can quickly look through. Again, I don't want to have to go through like, oh, wow, I don't remember that time he rolled back and what was, why and what was the reason and what was the context. I want to be able to quickly look at my catalog of notes rather than, you know, go into one and find it. Although I could, it's a little bit slower than being able to go into your notes and then look at the explanations and lean upon that as I'm doing my trade planning or if I'm in the middle of modeling a, an adjustment that something's happening in the market that I didn't expect. But since I've done the homework, because that's really what this is, I've done my note taking. I remember, aha, I remember a situation just like that that John faced two months ago. Let's see what that is. What What is it going on in my notes? Is that something I can consider? in my current situation and make a quality adjustment to this trade. So that's the process. Does that make sense, John? Yeah. Can I make a note about tactics? Mm-hmm. I'm going to relate this to dance classes. Okay. Or like I went to a three day dance thing over the weekend and the creator of the style of dance was actually there that we were doing. And they had a lot of open discussion with them. And I, I was amazed how much it related to trading. Right? He goes, you go to a dance class or you go to a workshop and you learn a series of combinations, right? You learn this combination. You do this turn, you do this lift, you do whatever. And what people will do is they'll come in and they'll try to memorize the order or the sequence of the combinations and then call that dancing. But he said, like, well, that's not dancing and that's not really learning either. He's like, you really shouldn't even teach a dance class that way. And I kind of simulate to, that to a trade, right? You take a trade, set of trade rules and you try to learn the sequence of the trade rules, hoping you're going to come out with this certain result. The, the problem is, you know, when you take that dance, that set of dance moves and you apply it to a social dancing situation, you know, unless it's a choreographed routine that you're supposed to be doing, 
you know, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about going to the live market, so to speak. I'm going to a social dance. I'm dancing with somebody I don't know. It, if I'm so concerned about the sequence of events coming together, that the, the dance ends up being pretty much horrible, especially if my partner doesn't understand what I'm doing. What you're really trying to do is you're trying to learn a bunch of different techniques and when to properly apply them. And that's what we should be focused on with our trades, right? Well, everybody's focused on these are the rules and every time this happens, I got to do that. No, you should be focused on what's the entry technique of this strategy? What's the adjustment technique of the strategy? What's the exit technique of the strategy? When is this good to use? When is it bad to use? You don't want to get out there in the live markets and just blindly follow a set of rules regardless of what the, your partner, which is the market, is doing. You start with an entry strategy. Your partner reacts. It might react the way you expect it to react. It might not react the way you expect it to react. When it reacts, then you want to understand the technique to use to deal or to best handle that reaction. Right? It's a constant ebb and flow. It's an art. It's not about following the directions all the way through. It's about having a good understanding of the techniques, a good understanding of how and when to apply them, and then uh, artfully applying them to whatever the other half is doing. Okay, this is where we want to go. And then this is the type of thing that Stephen's showing you here that will bring that out. I think that's yeah, that, good. That's a great point, John, because it is an ebb and a flow, right? It's like you don't want to have to mechanically recall all these different tactics. You want to, there's probably some neuroplasticity happening in there, right? These things, they, they just almost become subconscious. Mm -hmm. um, and so that, that, that's a great example, really, because the heart and soul of what I'm demonstrating here is not the tactic itself necessarily, it's the logic behind it and the principles. And exactly. it's like John, John says, you know, I know when he looks at a trade, that's that's all he's really seeing. He's not really seeing an expiration line with a T plus zero line. I mean, that's that there's so much more to it. So Right. It's like it's yeah. like what is the market doing? Why is he applying this tactic? What did the market do? Why is he changing this tactic? Right. Right. That type of thing.